Hello friends, and welcome to Deep Dive Lounge, the lowest highbrow interview podcast on the internet. Brought to you by Modern Escapism. As always, my name is Oodles, and joining me today is our first non-European guest into the lounge, fighting the good fight and looking for A-grade in B-movies. From the It's Not That Bad, Just Another Nerd Show, and There Can Only Be One Podcast, professional Canadian musician, it's Jason Whistle. Well, thank you so much for inviting me on the show. I am I have been looking forward to this one ever since uh, we started contacting each other and whatnot. So I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go for this. Good, good. Excellent. And I've just realized you can see my real name as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oodles is my real name. That's right. <laughs> with with two O's. The the more vowels the better. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, um, Pleasure. I've just obviously just discovered your podcast from reaching out, and uh, the um, it's not that bad. That's the, that's the one that really piques my interest because I've listened to quite a few episodes now, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm into this. So you've got a subscriber out of it. Oh, excellent, excellent. And that's the fun thing. Like, there's always going to be those movies that people will defend with any weapon at hand, you know, as long as their life depends <laughs> on it, regardless of what any critics say. And yeah, you know what? Let's be honest. Anyone can go out there and talk crap about a movie. Anyone can go out there and just, you know, crap on anything that's out there as far as pop culture goes. We like to take it the other way. I mean, we'll yeah. call a bad movie a bad movie, but it's usually not as bad as most people will say. And we do try to find, you know, the good things about it. I I, I liken it to, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Event Horizon. Oh, I love Event Horizon. Right. So the first time I watched Event Horizon, um, mm-hmm. couldn't stand it. The reason why really? is I went in, I went in thinking, oh, this is going to be a great science fiction plot. It's all good. Three quarters of the way through, I'm like, this is a fascinating science fiction movie. And mm-hmm. then all the entrails hit the spaceship floor and it turned into a slasher flick. And I'm like, well, what the heck are they doing now? Then I went back and watched it in the proper mindset it's a horror movie so then all of a sudden like this this cool sci-fi plot just becomes atmospheric and you're like okay now i get it now i'm in the right mindset so this is basically our way of almost prepping people to be in the right mindset to enjoy a movie rather than just sit there and go oh crap it's got so and so and so and so it's gonna be horrible well not quite there you go listeners please tune in but more on that later let's get down to brass tacks and actually get on with the best interview online currently so if you're ready i'm ready let's do the 10 questions question number one who are you and where are you from well i am jason uh again as you mentioned host of the it's not that bad podcast as well as there can only be one and co-host of just another nerd show although that show is a bit on hiatus right now but you know kevin and i have been talking we are going to be getting back to it as soon as schedules do allow Uh, i'm also a musician i play in a cover band called ever the bridesmaid we tour around the greater toronto area just rocking it in bars wherever we can and you know for a real life i actually am a video editor so i am Mm. privileged to be able to have you know do that on the national television level for over 20 years so basically i get to do everything that i love to do for a living and then on the side i get to do more of other things that i love to do you are a lucky man very lucky man 
Oh, I, to, I fully embrace the privilege. <laughs> good, good. And well answered. Let's move on to question number two. What are you drinking and why? Okay, so uh, full disclosure here. Uh, we're recording <laughs> this in my time in the afternoon. So in the I'm drinking. Exactly. So this may be the most Canadian thing I ever say. I'm drinking a Tim Hortons coffee. However, <laughs> how every Canadian will sit there and go, yep, yep. Afternoon. I've been to Tim Hortons. I know exactly what it's like. <laughs> now, had had this been a night record, the beverage definitely would have been a craft beer of some kind. I am a massive craft beer aficionado. More on the, the IPAs or anything yes barrel aged uh really been uh into the 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 rye barrel aged or the the scotch ales basically something that's got Mm. a bit of a kick and you know i whenever i'm picking a beer i do i i admit i take a look at the uh the alcohol percentage because because ipas that are five percent or less uh, pass just pass it's a waste i i had a beer (laughs) prepare because admittedly i'm an idiot i thought we were going to be recording this at midnight because i forgot which way the time zones go so i I was in dubai or something (laughs) (laughs) what i'm supposed to have a map as well i I knew there were 10 questions i wasn't sure there was going to be math on the test so i (laughs) i i had a beer all set aside uh you're going to love this it's got the manliest of names sparkle puff it's oh i love it Love it. Now, you have to understand, Sparkle Puff is a triple IPA with a 10.2%. So, Ooh, yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're right? Talking. That's when you sit there, you hold the can and go, yeah, real men drink Sparkle Puff. Yeah. I've, I've been to Canada once in my life, and Edmonton, and um, all I know about Canadians is they can drink. Oh, yes. Not like when I went to America. Americans can't drink. Canadians can drink. <laughs> it, I guess it depends on where you go. Because, I mean, I've been to the States a number of times going to see shows mm. and the like. And, you know, if you find those, you know, craft breweries, you know, the fun, yeah. the places that, that they're going to give you good beer, then, yes, you're going to be able to find good, strong beer. Mm. D- nothing Budweiser. Just nothing Budweiser. <laughs> I, I won't go near it. I won't go near it. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Let's move on to question number three. If you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose? Okay, so you, I mean, you went to Edmonton when you were in Canada, so uh, yes. I'm going to explain here, and I'm, I know you've had a few people talk about this. Commuting in Toronto and the Toronto mm-hmm. area can be a pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a saying that uh, it takes about an hour to get from Toronto to Toronto, and that's very, very <laughs> true. When you're driving on the 401. So flying would definitely take a lot out of the everything. So zero question there has to be flying. It'd be cold, though. You have to wrap eh, up. You know what, though? It's funny because I grew up in Ottawa. So the, the, the oh, nation's yeah. capital, which is it's not that far away from here. You know, it's about four hours or three, depending on what's in the CD player. I like time. how you say that in Canada. In England, <laughs> that's the whole of the country. <laughs> Uh, we got a good-sized country, I'm not going to lie. But, pretty big. <laughs> right? But the thing is, you know, I do not miss an Ottawa winter. 
It gets it gets oh. chilly. And the funny thing is, the further you go on the 401, the colder mm-hmm. it seems to get when you're going east. Because it's like, you get Toronto, okay, it's not so bad. You get to Ottawa, okay, it's getting colder. You get to Montreal, and they get hit pretty hard yeah. as far oh, yeah. as the weather stream goes. So I'll take my Toronto in the southern tip of, of Ontario quite nicely. Fantastic, fantastic. In, uh, again, someone that didn't pick Invisible. We, it's good that we're not seeing many perverts on the internet, because that's the <laughs> perverse answer. I watched Hollow Man. I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> cool. Flying it is. It's another notch for flying. Question number four. What was the last gift you received or gave someone or both? You know, it's 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 funny. So my youngest son just had a birthday recently, and he's really big into Transformers. You know, like oh, the yeah. classic one. So, you know, God raised them right. You know, we're, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. him watching the classic 80s series on Tubi, you know, because it's all up there. So, and he's yes. right into it. So, he got a bunch of, you know, gifts and whatnot for his birthday. So, he goes to Toys R Us. And, you know, he and I talk about Transformers a lot. And he asked me, it's like, yo, oh, is there a Transformer you would like? You know, as far as, you know, f- to add to my collection. So, I mentioned uh, Skids. Autobot yeah. transforms into a van, the whole works, right? He goes out and he actually sees it on the shelf. I mean, he's out shopping uh, with, with my wife and he, look, he looks mm-hmm. there and goes, you know, can, can I get daddy this gift? So on his own birthday, he goes out and gets me a gift back. So, you know, he's the, he's the sweetest kid. Don't don't tell him I said that, but, you know. No. no. <laughs> what sweetheart. That's such a lovely thing to do. And well, I absolutely accept a Transformers as a present any day of oh, the week. I've got loads. It, it gives us something to connect on. And the fact that it's something that I was into when I was his age, and now he's into it, and we, we've hit that connection level, it's, you know, never give up on the things that you loved as a kid because you, you'll never realize how much it's going to mean to your kids when you grow up yes i agree i got i'm really into gundams i know it's a bit it's a bit more uh japanese than transformers is nowadays but like my son's just started like saying can i get a gundam because you, you build the gundam models and i'm like mm-hmm. yes yes actually you're 10 years old now you can and I did one with him the other day. Like it normally took me about an hour to build a Gundam. It took him about four hours, but he stuck to it, and that's yeah. that's the joy of it. I mean, there's there's if it's got a giant robot, pretty much count me in. I mean, my my favorite <laughs> yeah. video game, you know, is an old uh, Japanese turn-based game, uh, the Front Mission series. Oh, I remember Front playing. Mission. I love right? Front Mission. I remember playing Front Mission three on the PS one ad yeah. nauseum to the point of i actually bought it again when it was on you know when i had my psp it still works today so i can still play front mission three oh, yes i love i love the third one they're doing a new one soon as well so look forward to that yeah i mean the, the first one's already out for the switch the second yes, one's coming i'm so i'm hoping people will buy those ones so they'll continue with making the third yeah make my front mission guys come on you i know you're listening developers right? i know this <laughs> Brilliant. Let's move on to question number five. What inspires you? Mostly conversations with people who are trying to do something that they dream about, you know, because they're passionate people, right? You know, you think about 
anything, right? Like I, I get the chance to teach broadcasting as well. So I get to talk to passionate people doing passionate things. Podcasting, you're talking to passionate people about things that they are passionate about. That stems exciting conversations. It's not just, you know, people talking about the weather or people making small chat. These are people who are really into what it is they're talking about. And you'd be surprised how much your you know, your enthusiasm grows by listening to someone who is passionate about something. I will sit and watch any movie that anyone that, you know, passes along for it's not that bad. And I find that, you know, I may like it. I may not like it when I'm watching it, but I find that at the end of the conversation, at the end of the record, I'm pretty much into it. You know, Mm. know, admittedly, maybe not as much as some other movies, but I, I see their love for it and, and I can get behind that. So, I mean, that that's very inspiring to me. Yeah, I love that. I, the People, especially after the pandemic and stuff, people have re-evaluated the power of conversation as well. And mm. it's good that we've got, we are thousands of miles apart, but look at us now having this great conversation. It's just, it's lovely. It's interesting you mentioned the the pandemic because, I mean, Hmm. in going out and playing shows, and and we were doing on average about like anywhere between 30 and 40 shows a year. And then all of a sudden, that stops. You're not gigging anymore. You're not going out. You're not, you know, seeing people. You're not meeting people. You're not, you know, getting that, that live rush. And you realize that, okay, I'm home and I'm not really doing much i've read a lot of books all good played a few video games but after a while it's i missed the conversation so i had started my first podcast called made you a mixtape that that's since gone by the wayside but you can actually still find the videos on youtube as well and it was just you know me talking to people uh about their lives about their careers but every episode ended with the same question and that was if you had to describe introduce yourself to someone but instead of saying hi i'm so and so you hand Mm -hmm. them a mixtape and on the tape are 10 songs that tell the story of you what songs are on that tape and why are those songs there so you actually find out more about a person by the songs that they associate themselves with as opposed to just you know random interview type questions i like that you need to you need to resurface that you need to get that back that's that's good right Mm, I think I think people would be like all over that. Oh, maybe I'll just steal it from you instead. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, Who knows? the videos the videos are still out there, and the Twitter account's still out there. It's a, it's the MYAM podcast. So I'm not saying it's dead, dead. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was paying for a Podbean account, and then you know decided to redire- redirect those funds into the new website. But I mean, there's nothing yeah. saying I don't bring that back as a YouTube show. So. I like it. I like it a lot. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Question number six. We're halfway there now. We're halfway. If you could compare yourself with any animal, what would it be and why? Okay, so I'll, I will admit that I'm a bit of... When I'm home and mm-hmm. there, there, there's nothing to do, I'm very cat-like. I just, mm-hmm. I just want to sit in the corner, maybe read my book, occasionally come yeah. over and scratch me behind the ear. I'm fine with that. But... <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny because because we have a dog, and the dog is the most cat-like dog you would ever meet. It would just be like walk up to you, yeah, and it's great. It's just Mm. I I've always been a cat person, and yet here we are with a dog. So, but the dog is great. (laughs) (laughs) I've got humans, dogs, cats. I've got the lot. I've got everything. (laughs) But yeah, dog, uh, a a cat. 
They think that they are one of the luckiest animals in the world because they're still not pets. Even if they, you've got a pet cat, that is not a pet. You're, you, you, you work for the cat, basically. Oh, absolutely. We, we basically paid the mortgage so the cat would have had a place to stay. So we, <laughs> we had a cat for the longest time, like 18 years she was with us. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, she passed away a few years ago and whatnot. So mm-hmm. now, now, we've, now we've got the dog. Yeah, the, the, the dog is still a pet because you've still got to do walks. You've still got to, you know what I mean? They're, they're not as self-sufficient as, as a cat, but yeah, good answer, though. Very good answer. But we, we lucked out because we have, A, the sweetest dog, and B, she's extraordinarily smart. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. not saying, like, cats are better than dogs kind of thing. I'm saying this dog is awesome. Our cat was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I've got, I've got a doofus dog as well. I've got two dogs, and one of them is just... It's just a doofus. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what is the point of you? <laughs> but you still love them in their own way. Excellent. Oh, absolutely. The, the best dog derp face you can get, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's move on to question number seven. We finish the interview and you step outside the office and find a lottery ticket that ends up winning $10 million. What would you do? First, I'm going to go buy a beer. Yes. A really, really good yes. beer. We'll, we'll we'll see how expensive that beer is going to be because you know, depending on the strength of it, the beer could be expensive. You know, yes. so after after you celebrate after that one, there, you, you know, obviously, you know, the typical things, you know, fi- you know, finish paying off the mortgage, uh, yes. finish paying off any debt. So you you clear the decks on all of that. After that, it's going <laughs> to be let's go play, let's go, let's yes. go drive around let's go do the things that we want to do you know my my wife is a huge harry potter fan i would love to bring her to london to see all the you know the harry potter filming locations you know yeah um, yeah yeah no i'm 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 a musician i would love to you know get around and, and tour someday or maybe even you know get a few songs together and record an album like just put that yeah. out there so i mean fun, or, funding your own tour with your own money is right that, that is the dream isn't it that's that's <laughs> Well, I mean, we're we are a cover band, so obviously the the tour is not really happening there. But but maybe sit down and start writing some originals and yeah, yeah, put an yeah. album together, put that out there, maybe tour on that just just for fun, just to be able to say, yeah, you know, we we had that moment, right? So yeah, you've done you've done the moments in the truck and oh, you know, oh, sleeping exactly. in the bus and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Love it's that. also at that point where I would sit there and go, maybe I'll just retire. And just <laughs> yeah, that, that is an option. That is an option, right? Yeah, just just get any food you want. I mean, ten million dollars. That's. I mean, it's not as much as ten million pounds, but it's still a lot. I don't know how the Canadian dollars work. To be honest, I don't know if it's higher or lower. Who knows? In these days, it's crazy. Well, see, here's here's the way I look at it. You know, a dollar here it doesn't matter whether it's a dollar in the states, a dollar in the UK. It doesn't uh, matter where. A dollar here is a dollar here, and if I have enough of them, I can buy a beer. <laughs> get that on a t-shirt i love it right i love it <laughs> brilliant let's move on to question number eight if you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island but all your human needs such as food and what were taken care of what two items would you want to have with you okay i, I i've thought about this one here yeah, um that's a good one. first things first it's a little setup here it's got to be like a nice lazy boy with my library I I I fully admit that I suffer from sundoku, which is one of those Japanese you know mashed up words where it's basically loosely translated to you know collecting far too many books that you could possibly ever read. 
So, <laughs> so if that. I'm stranded on a deserted island, I want a comfy chair where I can finally read all the books. And take your library with you. Right? But yeah, then... Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I've heard others on your show say they'd have their video games so they could actually get through all the games that they've got. Yeah. yeah. You know, finally have that time. But I don't know if I would do video games per se, because after a while, mm -hmm. the eyes get strained. However, that being mm -hmm. said, you know, good tabletop Monopoly set with oh. my wife to play the game with. If it's the if it's the uh, the UK version, the, the original, the London version, I can get on board with that. See, I'm not going to lie. I, I may have a few different Monopoly sets. Of course, I've got, you know. The, I've got so the, many. The standard <laughs> one. But I've I've got the Transformers one. I've got the Doctor oh, Who one. You. I've got the NHL ones. I've got the, the classic Star Wars one. So, yeah. The Star yeah, Wars, yeah. I've got the Star Wars one. We play that more than any of the others, to be honest, because my kids love Star Wars. But, yeah, the, the Doctor Who one I would definitely be there. Oh, yes. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Good answer, indeed. Um, question number nine. Unfortunately, you're on death row. I don't know what you did, but you've been caught. Tonight I is your final you meal. I deserve it. <laughs> yeah, tonight is your final meal. What are you having? Okay, so there was one episode where I, I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, but he had like a full-on like seven-course meal. So I'm mm -hmm. going to try and get a few meals in here. It's, yeah, it's going to take a while get to get through this, right? I'm telling you right now, we are starting with pizza, but not just yes. any pizza, okay? Anyone who lives in Toronto or in the Toronto area will tell you that pizza here sucks. So I, wa <laughs> so I want to get pizza from back home in Ottawa. It has to come okay. from either Milano's or Lorenzo's, and the toppings are bacon, extra cheese, and donair meat. Straight off the kebab, right on yeah, to yeah, the pizza. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And it's when very they popular over here, that one. <laughs> Right? When they, when they make it, one of those two places in Ottawa, the even the crust is the kind of crust that's good three days later. Like, the oh, pizza I'm glad you said that because so I've, I've got a podcast partner that doesn't like pizza crusts and it bothers me. Well, I mean, it takes a lot for a pizza crust to be good the next day. I mean, that's always, to me, yeah. the sign of a good pizza. Is it edible the next day? Some pizzas yes, are not. Other pizzas yeah. are even better the next day right out of the fridge. Yeah, like a, like a, a store-bought oven pizza. No one's eating that the next day. Nobody. Yeah, no, no, and no. It's not happening. Uh, no, but th this is the kind of pizza where you, you're fine the next day and you're fine the day after, so it's all good. Oh, cool. Right? I'm uh, going to follow it up with a little bit of home cooking here. Uh, shepherd's pie. But yes. here's the thing. My wife's got to make it because when she makes it, <laughs> she adds, you know, the, the, the corn and the cream corn mixed together, and she takes yep. imperial cheddar and mixes that into the whipped potatoes that goes on top, so, and then sprinkles yeah. some extra cheese on top of that, so, and a little bit of garlic salt into the potatoes, so it is, that's a meal right there. I'm into that, that big style. I'm kind of salivating already as we speak. <laughs> Just extra oh. cheese, you had me extra cheese. Right? Um... Obviously, there's going to be a few good beers that go along with it. Uh, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. specifically Monty's uh, Aged Rye Ale. Again, one of those rye barrel aged beers where the, the, the rye flavor just seeps into it. It's so, yeah. so good. It's the aftertaste from good rye beers. Oh, it's so good. Right? And then for dessert, it's got to be key lime pie. Key I lime haven't had pie that in years, it. but I remember the last time I had key lime pie... 
it blew me away. I was like, and it was in Michigan of all places. And I can see that. Just on a, on a diner, do you know one of those mom, mom and pop diners, just on, off the interstate or whatever. And we just got in, and it just said key lime pie special today. And I, oh my god, it was mind blowing. Never mm-hmm. had it like that before. And in in England, it's it's not the simplest or easiest thing to find. You can get them, but oh yeah, you can you can't always get them. Uh, but but it's gotta be good. It, it's gotta be. Tr- it's tricky to get a good key lime pie. We yeah. have a place near here called the Big Apple, and you can't miss it because it's a big giant apple on the side of the highway. <laughs> yeah, Clues in the name, <laughs> right? But but their specialty is they make you know homemade style apple pies. But I, yeah. and I remember like going there one time because we're like, okay, we're gonna give it a try, right? And they had key mm. lime pies there too. I'm like, well, if they're so famous for their apple pies, the key lime pie has got to be pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Oh, it was, that's a shame. oh it, was, it was it was it was a lunchbox letdown. Oh, oh, I'd be gutted. Yeah, oh. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still ate it, but it was like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not gonna not eat it, <laughs> right? But it was like hate eating, like oh, it sucks so yeah. bad. I Never again. Got the apple pie. Right, pass the whipped cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a good final meal. I like it. It's hearty, and it'll take a while, so you'll live longer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I, I just pity anyone who has to clean up after me once I'm gone. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. Right? <laughs> Love it. We're on to the final question, and one of my favorite questions. So, what music would you choose to play every time you walked into a room? What's your theme tune? Okay, so I, I have had this image of what my, you know, if I was a wrestler entering the ring. Yes. Kind of yeah. into the Titan arena. Tron. Exactly. So the lights go out, right? You know, you get, you get that like Chris Jericho style entrance, right? You know, <laughs> lights go out and the music kicks in. Yeah. There was a song from a band called the Nixons. You know, they they mm-hmm. they were they were they were there in the nice. They're still together today. It's great. Um, their their drummer is actually also the drummer from Seether, so they kind of go back and forth. Oh, right. Yeah. Nice. So, but there is a song off of their first album called uh, FOMA. Mm. And it's one of those ones, it kicks off the entire album. And, you know, it's one of those things where if you want to wake someone up, this is the one to do. Because it just starts with this <laughs> this big light. And it's like, yep, okay, I'm here now. That's when the lights will come Love up. It. And here we go. So, yeah. I'm, 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 great answer. We've had, a, we've, had a, we've had some good answers on this question. But that's I think that's the first proper rock and roll one. That's the first, like, in your face, I'm here. I've entered the room. Do you know what I mean? Jason is here. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's the thing too. Like, I mean, I grew up with nineties rock. Like, like that was, that was my era. Like that, that was, yeah. I was in my first band then. And I remember like when we put out our album back then, it, you know, when it was reviewed, people would you know, jokingly call us Pearl Temple Tool and Chains. So did that <laughs> gave you an idea of how we sounded. So and and the Nixons were just this phenomenal band around then, and I actually got a chance to local crew for them when they were on their, you nice. know, their second album tour and playing in Ottawa. So that that was a, a cool moment, being able to basically roadie for them for a day, and and be able to see the show for free. They were actually the last concert I saw before the pandemic hit. I flew oh, down wow. from Toronto to uh, to to Louisville, Kentucky. And it well, that's, was that's quite a flight. 
Oh, I mean, for this show, I was going there, right? And it, <laughs> yeah. it, it was the Nixons and Sponge together. Wow, on honestly, I know, I know Sponge. Right? And I got there. It was all good. I was ready to rock. It was, it was like late December 2019. And there oh, were the sadly about 30 people at the show. Oh, really? Oh, it was it was middle of the week kind of thing. I was so surprised that there were so few people there. But it was really cool because I got a chance to talk to the guys in Sponge. Yeah. I got to talk to, the, you know, talk to the guys in the Nixons. It was really, really cool because I had only seen the Nixons that one time when I you know, was mm-hmm. local roadie. Never seen Sponge, so I got to knock them off the, uh, off the bucket list, if you will. Now, <laughs> I love that. Now all my bucket list bands are, in, are overseas, so I need to make my way over to your side of the Atlantic yes. so I can start to knock off some of these bands. You need to get that $10 million, that lottery ticket. Oh, tr- oh! Trust me, with the ten million, I'm going to see a lot of shows. I'm, <laughs> I'm knocking every band off the bucket list. Excellent, brilliant, brilliant, Jason! You've completed your first ever entrance into the Deep Dive Lounge. If you aren't aware, the next visit you come in, if you if you decide to come back, you, you've got a lifetime membership now. But they are going to be very lowbrow questions the next time. I don't know if you've heard one of those episodes yet. Oh, I, I, I will be deep diving the Deep Dive Lounge for those ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it, you, you're more than welcome to come back anytime. It's been a pleasure. And now you've won the chance to plug your wares. Tell people where they can find you and support you. Okay, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for having me on. This has been a ton of fun. So you can Good. find all of my podcasts over at our website, Not That Bad Cast. So let's give you a quick rundown. It's Not That Bad. We look at movies that critics have given a bad rating to and we try to find the good things to say about them you can find yep. that one on twitter at not that bad cast the other big one i'm really pushing right now is there can only be one so this this one gets to be difficult so take <laughs> take your favorite artist you know your your favorite musician right whether it be singer songwriter or band and we go through their entire studio discography making a best of playlist oh, every wow. album has to be represented but you can only pick one song per album. So there's some albums where you sit there and go, hey, my two favorite songs are on this album. You can only pick one. Ah, damn it. So if there's 18 studio albums, we're going to go through all 18 and make an 18 song playlist covering every single album. Dude, I'm like Prince is my favorite and we could do Prince. We could do Prince big style. Then we are going to line that up, and you are going to come on. There can only be one. Yes. We'll go through the pin, the Prince discography. The only Just thing so is, much. We, <laughs> right? We don't do greatest hits compilations, and we don't do nope. live albums. So we've got to draw the line somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah so of you, you can find that one on Twitter at only one cast. So, and you can find all of them. Make sure you come by the uh, you know the not that bad website. You can also find occasionally we do a special on their on mm. it's not that bad called grading on a curve where we will take five movies of a category and then rank mm. them in amongst themselves because the first time we did this we did uh, superhero movies right yeah. so if i were to ask you what was your favorite superhero movie you'd probably say something like the dark knight or that's exactly which one is. <laughs> exactly right <laughs> no one would ever say green lantern was their favorite superhero <laughs> movie of all time <laughs> No, they would not. <laughs> but if you had to rank them in amongst that Jonah Hex 
Catwoman, Elektra, and Superman for the quest for peace, Green Lantern oh, actually stands a chance of being it's number a lot, one. It's a lot better than those, isn't it? <laughs> right? So you are literally grading these things on a curve. So we do that yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. a couple of times a year. Oh, I know, I know the listeners to this will be all up in that. And I'm so, so glad that you've joined me this evening. But... Like all things, it must come to an end, Jason. Thank you very much, and I hope to see you next time. But yeah, good goodbye. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Take care.